a very good evening to you. Welcome along once again to Sweet and Swing here on Max Radio. My name's Howard Kane, and this evening, a little bit of a special for you. What is it? Well, I believe there's something quite big going down tomorrow in London. I can't quite remember what it is, but I know there's definitely something in the air.
Ah, lovely stuff. The way to get going, there is something in the air, it seems. Or at least so I'm told that that is the case. Uh, you might probably guess. It could be something to be something connected with what's going on down at Westminster and London. And yes, of course, of course, it is the coronation. We all know that, didn't we? I hope we all did. If not, where have you been is all I can say. Uh, we keep our fingers crossed for everything, not least the weather. Uh, I've just been down there myself, funnily enough, but I thought, as everything is all coronation-themed this weekend, well, it would seem churlish not to have a vague coronation theme for Sweet and Swing, after all. But rather than going full out, I thought it might be a little bit of fun to bring in a stack of CDs in the old Music Maestro's bag, pick them out and see if we can do a little story of the coronation through music of tunes which might have a relevance to the big day, the coronation. So as we go along, I'll play some music, I'll look at something else and see if we can link a little story, a little musical story, our little tribute on Sweet and Swing to the coronation of King Charles III and the Queen Consort. Camilla. So this far, of course, well, he is king, but hasn't truly been crowned yet. What indeed Vera might have called old Vera Lynn, our Vera, a little king without a crown. Have a life of ease with toys and everything. They never really have to do without. This one isn't hard to please. He takes what fortune brings. But he's a happy fella, there's no doubt. Underneath table on the kitchen floor on a soapbox upside down that's his castle and his word is lord a little king without a crown there he's in his glory he must be obeyed dressed in daddy's dressing gown with his clothes peck soldiers on parade, a little king without a crown. He's a little troublemaker when it's time to go upstairs, pleading for those extra minutes while he settles all his own affairs. Underneath the table on the kitchen floor On a soapbox upside down Happy and contented we adore That little king without a crown
for much longer for before the day is out tomorrow the little king not quite so little now bearing in mind he's in his 70s will indeed be crowned the king of england all hail king charles and all the rest of the pomp and ceremony we do so well in britain even if you're not the most mad keen of royalists you can't help but get caught away in some of the pomp and ceremony we do do it very well we'll keep our fingers crossed for the weather. And of course, by his side, yes, we all know the story beforehand and all ended quite tragically, sadly. But now he does have uh, the woman by his side who I think he needs for the role he's now got to fulfil for the rest of his years with uh, Camilla, perhaps his first love. And I'm sure in the role and after tomorrow and during the coronation, King Charles will be thinking to himself perfect combination.
perfect combination. The Queen Consort Camilla King Charles III. I do think they are a perfect combination for each other and hopefully for the role that he's now got to fulfil as King after his coronation tomorrow. And uh, perhaps you'll be down there. Perhaps you are down there. Who knows? I've just been down there. And whilst I had to come back before the coronation itself, probably just as well in many ways, looking at how busy it was getting and the amount of security going on, I did have the sort of a sneak preview. So whilst I didn't see the coronation, we did see some of the rehearsals. One o'clock and two o'clock in the morning round Pall Mall and Westminster and Trafalgar Square, the Marines and the Royal Navy, all marching relatively silently, other than the beat of the big bass drum to keep them all in time. No doubt it was all about the timings and the movements and the coordination of where the various bands went. You don't realise how much work goes into these things. Of course, one of the major players that no amount of rehearsal can do anything about is the weather. I think it's going to be... A bit of a mixed bag, if we're lucky. I do hope it's not too bad. But I have no doubt, unfortunately, at some stage, the audience, or the guardsmen, or perhaps the police, or perhaps the king himself, will be looking skywards and thinking, was it rain? Thank you. 
Was it rain? I hope not, although, frankly, I'll be amazed if they don't get through the day without showers. I hope it's showers rather than stair-rods from beginning to end, like it was in the, was it the Queen's Jubilee, when they were sailing down the Thames and the bands were out and all the pomp and ceremony was going on, and it was absolutely hammering down. And they all had to sit there or stand there or play their instruments, and the poor bandsmen were having to sort of cover their music with bits of plastic because it was just beginning to dissolve in the rain and oh my lordy it was one of those ones where it's sort of the pomp and ceremony starts to get a little bit vaguely farcical when it's taking place in a howling gale of rain and you think oh lordy fingers crossed it won't be like that all day tomorrow although i think we might get a little bit of it let's just hope it's a little bit of it no more than that was it rain jay wilbur of course jerry fitzgerald taking the vocals and where do you need to be if it is raining if you happen to have gone down there and you are as indeed i think on my uh, my uncle philip and his lovely lady wife francesca i believe they were getting up at the crack of dawn tomorrow morning 4 a.m to go in from their house in hadley wood to go and watch the coronation and get a good seat somewhere along the mall or wherever the case may be good luck to them i told them to take a brolly but they said they would go well prepared if, by chance, it is coming down in Cats and Dogs, I'll tell you where you need to be. On the sunny side of the street. your coat and get your hat. Leave your worries back on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Oh, say, you hear that pitter-pat? That happy tune is your step. Life can be so sweet. On the sunny side of the street, I used to walk in a shed with those blues on parade. But I'm not afraid, I'm a rover who crossed over. And if I never, if I never have a cent, I'll be rich like Rockefeller. Gold dust at my feet On the sunny side of the street Oh, 
never have a cent, folks. I'll be rich like Rockefeller. Gold dust at my feet on that sunny, sunny side of the street. Yes. A very quirky reading, I think, of Sunny Side of the Street, Ted Lewis and his orchestra, with Ted himself taking the vocals in that slightly tongue-in-cheek style. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, I quite like it, actually. It's quite affecting in many ways. Certainly where you want to be tomorrow, if, perchance, the weather forecast is right and the sun is not cracking the flags, as they say. Hopefully it'll at least warm the flags at parts of the day and not just form massive puddles on them throughout the day. That's what we're hoping in any case, because you know what? I was thinking this yesterday. I mean, even the TT has the option to postpone a day, can't they? It's really terrible for the senior race day. They can normally postpone it until the next day. But the one thing that cannot happen, come what may with the coronation, wind, rain, shine, storms or otherwise, they cannot call the whole thing off. I say potato. And I say potato. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. potato. Let's call the whole thing off. But oh, if we call the whole thing off, then we must part. And oh, if we ever part, then that might break my heart. Still, I like pajamas. And I like pajamas. Oh, well, I'll wear pajamas. And give up pajamas. For we know we need each other. So we'd better call the calling off. Let's call the whole thing off.
That's one thing you can guarantee will not be happening tomorrow. They will not be able to call the whole thing off. That's the hardest part, isn't it? After all that preparation, after all the security, after all the timings and rehearsals and everything that's been going on for the last few weeks and probably quite a few months, if the weather is foul or something else goes wrong, they have to carry on regardless, as they say. Let's call the whole thing off. I dare say they might want to if it's a really terrible day, particularly if it's nice the next day. Can you imagine if the forecast for the next day was it's going to be 80 degrees, sun cracking the flags, it's going to be gorgeous, and the day of the coronation, there's going to be a thunderstorm. But I don't think they could call the whole thing off, put it on the next day, sadly. Even if uh, George Melacrino and Anne Lenner thought it was a good idea. Carol Gibbons at the piano, of course. Come what may, it will go ahead. Lots of singing, there'll be the coronation itself. Happy days, we'll be here again.
happy days are here again. They will be, I hope, for so many people. Not just for the king following his coronation and his queen consort, Camilla, but uh, for thousands. I know not everyone's an ardent royalist these days, but thousands and thousands of people are, and thousands more, I think. Well, they might not be perfect, but they're a great deal better than the alternative, which is (laughs) the middle ground for so many people, perhaps, I don't know. And if there's an excuse for a bit of a party and uh, to do a bit of pomp and ceremony and maybe, you know, wish someone well in their job, well, why not? Ben Selvin and his orchestra with the crooners taking the vocals. Just the crooners. That's all the good hours for some reason. Rather bless them. Uh, whichever way you look at it, we will have a newly crowned king by the end of the day. Right next to him will be Camilla. And maybe he'll go, I assume so, for a stroll round. He was going for a stroll round earlier today, I think, wasn't he? Uh, looking at the news, it must be uh, must be said. He even does the odd selfie, would you believe, this king? A selfie with the king. Can you imagine it? The king and me.
that, as they say, is the way to do it. Wonderful stuff. Benny Goodman and the boys swinging the king and me. Not the king and I, the king and me. I don't know if that's an Americanism or not, but one way or another, that's the way. And I suppose, like I said, King Charles is a little bit, he seems to be a bit more sort of media savvy, trying to modernise the monarchy a little bit, dare we say. He seems to be doing lots of walk-arounds. Brave thing to do, I must admit, in uh, the current climate. And the world is a fairly uncertain place, isn't it? And there are plenty of people who aren't monarchists, uh, just as happily there are lots that are. And indeed, no doubt tomorrow... When he's done some of the walk-arounds, or for people who've been in the crowd, or people who have been in the abbey itself or close by, they might be able to say to their children or grandchildren or loved ones, or whatever the case may be, it was a great day. It was the day I met His Majesty the King. In the papers everywhere I've seen him in the newsreels Heard his voice upon the air And then one day my heart Was filled with pride For suddenly he stood there By my side
day I met His Majesty the King. Vera Lynn, of course. Plenty of people may be saying that. In the next day or so, the bow bells. Appeal used and recorded in 1926 originally, would you believe? Hard to believe it isn't one way or another. But recorded for the BBC in 1926 and used as a radio interlude for 40 odd years. Should have been 12 bells apparently, but only 10 of the rings turned up. Can't trust anyone these days, can you? Plenty of this been going on, probably going on tomorrow, as it goes on pretty much every day and attracts thousands and thousands of people to London on Coronation Day, as the same as it does on pretty much every other day of the year, as far as I'm aware. More perhaps than ever been going on of late. Changing the guard at Buckingham Palace. Marching off. There's been a lot of marching going on around London of late, and there will be throughout the day tomorrow, I dare say, for the coronation. They're changing the guard at Buckingham Palace. They were changing it when I was there the other day, and as I say, it goes on pretty much every day, I think, doesn't it? And I assume it'll go on coronation day. There'll be plenty of people marching hither, thither, and everywhere else. Buckingham Palace, and indeed around Westminster, Pimlico, Millbank, all that area, Trafalgar Square, Pall Mall, etc., etc., Wonderful stuff. Anne Stevens, recorded in 1941. So I don't know whether Miss or Mrs. Stevens is still alive, but if she is, I'm guessing she's going to be in her, the very least, late 80s now. That voice, would you believe? Possibly in the 90s, bless her, if the lady is still around. 
1941, and I'm assuming she was at least six or seven when she recorded that, one would imagine. It is Sweet and Swing. It's our little tribute to the coronation, so we're not just sort of playing just straight coronation songs. We're having a little bit of fun and trying to imagine the day through song and some of the thoughts and ideas and things that might be going on, whether it's parties or bells ringing or changing of the guard or meeting the king or whatever the case may be. This used to go on a lot. Certainly, I remember seeing pictures of it going on after the war and indeed, I believe, after the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II over there in the East End. Yeah, the Lambeth Walk. If you went down Lambeth Way Bet your life you came away Doing the Lambeth Wall Did you step outside yourself Leave your worries on the shelf Did you have a go yourself Doing the Lambeth Walk? Oh, boy, oh boy What a place, what a joy Oh, me, oh my Kate and Sydney Pie. Oi! Everybody, every day, 
takes a buzz down Lambeth Way. Bet your life they came away doing the Lambeth Walk. Doing the Lambeth Walk, of course. Sam Costa in 1938. Do they still do the Lambeth Walk? Have they still got pearly kings and queens? And if so, do they go out and celebrate when there's a coronation? You like to imagine they do, but the world has changed so much, I, I don't know, is the short answer. Who knows? I like to think they do in any case, going on one way or another. Whether they do or whether they don't, I can guarantee... There will be parties going on, whether they are street parties in the East End or the West End or in the countryside or in Oxford or in the Isle of Man or whatever the case may be. There will definitely be parties of some kind going on to mark the coronation, even if it's just an excuse for a bit of a booze-up, as they say. I tell you someone who would have definitely enjoyed, I'd imagine, the coronation and a uh, perhaps a more sophisticated party than they might hold out Lambeth Way, and that's Mr Noel Coward. I don't know, it's the most extraordinary experience. I understand not everybody has that sort of experience. It's something to do with the sun and all that. I wouldn't understand myself, really. You know, quite for no reason, I'm here for the season and high as a kite, living in error with Maud at Cap Ferra, which couldn't be right. You know, everyone's here frightfully gay. You know, nobody cares what people say. Now, though the Riviera is really much queerer than Rome at its height, on Wednesday night, I went to a marvellous party with Nunu and Nada and Nell. You know, it, it, it was in the fresh air and we went as we were. And we stayed as we were, which was hell. Poor Grace started singing at midnight and she didn't stop singing till four. You know, we knew the excitement was bound to begin when Laura got blind on Duboni and Gin and scratched her veneer with a Cartier pin. I couldn't have liked it more, honestly. I mean, it was a marvellous party. We played the most wonderful game. Maureen disappeared and came back in a beard. And we all had to guess at her name, imagine. <laughs> old Cecil, good old Cecil arrived wearing armour, some shells and a black feather ball. Poor Millicent wore a surrealist comb made of bits of mosaic from St Peter's in Rome. But the weight was so great that she had to go home. I couldn't have liked it more, honestly. It's the most fabulous idea. I've never seen such a carry-on. I mean, it couldn't happen anywhere else but on the Riviera. It was most peculiar. You know, people's behaviour away from Belgravia would make you aghast. So much variety watching societies campering past. You know, if, if you have any mind at all, Gibbon's divine decline and fall sounds pretty flimsy. No more than a whimsy. By way of contrast, on Wednesday last, I went to a marvellous party. I must say, I must say the fun was intense. We all had to do 
what the people we knew might be doing a hundred years hence. Can you beat it? We talked about growing old gracefully, and Elsie, who's 74, said, A, it's a question of being sincere, and B, if you're supple, you've nothing to fear. Then she swung upside down from a glass chandelier. I couldn't have liked it more. I've been to a marvellous party. We didn't sit down to dinner till ten. You know, and young Bobby Carr did a stunt at the bar with a lot of extraordinary men. Poor Frida arrived with a turtle, which shattered us all to the core. The Duchess passed out at a quarter to three, and suddenly Cyril cried, Fiddly-dee, and he ripped off his trousers and jumped in the sea. I couldn't have liked it more. I've been to a marvellous party. Elise made an entrance with May. You'd never have guessed from her fisherman's vest that her bust had been whittled away. Poor Lulu got fried on Chianti and talked about esprit de corps. Louise made a couple of passes at Gus, and Freddy, who hates any kind of a fuss, did half the Big Apple and twisted his truss. Ha-ha! <laughs> I couldn't have liked it more. I bet he couldn't. Always a sucker for a party was... Uh, oh, no, it has to be said. But parties, I dare say, will go on long into the night, but at some stage or other, Big Ben will say good night. evening to Ambrose and his orchestra, broadcasting from the Mayfair Hotel, London. We are now playing our concluding item, Big Ben saying good night. And now good night everybody, good night. Bedtime's drawing near, twelve o'clock is striking, tired eyes must go to sleep. Turn out all the lights, say your last good nights. That's the end of dancing time. Listen to the midnight chime. Ding dong, ding dong. Hear his deep song. Ding dong, indeed. Hope you've enjoyed this little uh, coronation special. We'll be back, same time, same place, next week. Cheerio.